After 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth. Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Anthony, you've been chosen, given the power of the youngin' with your fresh eyes and naivete. Sean, you've been given the power of wisdom beyond your years. Hello, welcome to another exciting Nazi, stupendous episode of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Sean Fritz here, joined once again with... Anthony Mullen. Woo, good to have you back, buddy. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Awesome. I saw some exciting stuff in the news and I was like, oh sweet, I gotta tell Sean. So, I'm here to tell you. And we could tell everybody. Let's tell everyone. So, at the end of next month... End of this month, uh, Toronto's doing their fan expo. You've been, yes? Yes, I've been, I've been a fan expo, expo before. It's one of the usual uh, shows I try to go to. I may or may not be going this year just due to uh, being an adult and everything. It's tough being an adult and enjoying... you know, this, this adulting thing does suck. I'm not going to lie. It, it does. Well, but, you know, I don't think there's a way to go back uh, yeah. within the confines of social society, social you know the word that i'm trying to think of yeah i I don't think i don't think you're allowed to i mean you can but anyways um i saw sierra vincent is gonna be there and it really kind of like got me thinking that maybe i should try to go for those of you that don't know she was the yellow ranger on the lost galaxy yes and she's also had a so-so movie career, but I mean, she's good looking. I, I mean, she was the jungle chick in Lost Galaxy, right? Like, yep, she was the yellow one. She, yes, she was the fish out of water. She's kind of like the Red Ranger from uh, Wild Force, where everyone else is trying to live in regular society, and literally, they're the pe- person that's like from the jungle that lived in a tribe. Kind of like the Blue Ranger in the Dino Charge. He was a caveman. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I, I think they've played that out just enough. a little more than yeah. Like enough. That's kind of enough. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd say so. So, uh, yeah. So she's there. Is there anybody else that you notice that's going to be there um, this year? Uh, Power Rangers related. Actually, I didn't. I didn't see anything. Usually, it's Jason David Frank, and he usually bails on Canadian shows, Fan Expo. Let me pull it up real quick. Well, I don't know what it is. Um, I think it has to do with the merchandising and the border. But let me see if I go to guest. Um, one second. I'm just pulling up the page for the guest at Fan Expo. I don't know why I didn't have it ready. Ready. I don't want to. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't want to talk about Fan Expo <laughs> for the show. It's more or less a. Uh, you know. No, I'm. I'm just giving you a hard time. This is great audio. But I will tell you, this is kind of exciting. Uh, Tom Cavanaugh will be there. Um, I do like Tom Cavanaugh from uh, 
the Flash, playing every iteration of uh, Tom, uh, Tom, yeah, Tom Cavanaugh, playing every iteration of um, what's his name, Harold Harry um, Wells, yeah, Doctor Wells, Harry Wells, Harold, yes, yeah, H. R. Wells, you know, whatever character he's going to be. That's who he is. I, I thought Tom Cavanaugh. I couldn't think of what who it was, but no, you're right. Tell you what, Fanexo's website's kind of uh, no, is it bought right now? Yeah, completely. It won't pull up the guest list. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, quick, quick. You went last year. Um, did you see anything Power Rangers related that was like, hey, that's cool, or I need to stop um, and take a picture of that? I didn't. Just, I mean, I you see this the typical cosplayers, everyone usually wearing some costume or wearing a morph suit few people I remember seeing with the Green Ranger and they had the shield, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But was it a good shield though? It looked better than the shield I have, so I can't say much. Wait, hold on. So you have a you 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 personally own a no. cosplay shield? No, that's that's so the point. Oh, oh, oh. Better I, than the one I, I have. You did. Like the, their shield is better than my shield. But Wait, yours is invisible. Thing. Yes. Um yeah, I mean, I really don't remember seeing anything specific Power Rangers. Hmm. I mean, they I had... Mean, I, uh... Obviously, always see art. Power Ranger fan art's always everywhere. It's kind of like, you know, just very standard. Mm-hmm. But I think Jason David Frank was going to be there, but he bailed. So, you know, it kind of... Because whenever you go to a con, whoever's going to be there, there's always merchandise for that person. Sure. And... He was going to be there, so I think they had tried pushing the Power Ranger stuff while there, but because he bailed, no one else was really selling anything. Huh. Well, well, well. I mean, these things happen. Yeah. It was actually it was annoying because it was the second time he was supposed to be somewhere where I was, and he he didn't show. Well, he got me aggravated. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's he's usually at the big ones: New York, San Diego. Uh, C2E2, I think he goes there. He's always at C2E2, Chicago. Yeah, the the big ones. So I'm sure he'll show up at some point. Um, so yeah, well, well, I mean, so not, I mean, nothing stood out too, too exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, but it it was fun to go still, though, right? I mean, I know, I think you guys went, you and Chris, and this is me and Chris. No, that was me and Chris because I passed out on the way home. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. That's right. I remember hearing about that. That was, uh, I yeah. laughed. I laughed at that. But so, um, um, yeah. You know, so, I'm thinking about going this year, but being an adult kind of may be in between, and I may or may not go. I would like to, but who knows? I'm I'm having that inner struggle now with New York. Do I want to go and you know, or not? And it's uh, it's I'm struggling with it. So. We'll see. It's it's horrible struggle because, you know, you want to and obviously you can, but you know that. And that's one thing where I can understand some people's point of views. You go to a convention. It's not like you're doing stuff while you're there. You're paying hundreds of dollars to get into this event. And then you're spending more money upon more money upon more money. Well, and, and it's even not like you paid money to then go and enjoy an event and just be in the atmosphere, which is what I do. Like I, when I went to New York, uh, Niagara Falls, uh, Comic Con, was it two months ago? I pay to get in. 
and I really, I like, I brought like 50 bucks and that was it. Like I had just an extra little extra money. I didn't bring anything to big. I was like cutting it close. Yeah. I mean, the, luckily you guys live pretty darn close. Like I don't live Mm -hmm. near New York city. So therefore I have to spend, you know, for the tickets, that's the cheapest thing that I get because the hotel and, and meals are just so incredibly expensive. Well, when we did New York City, it wasn't that bad. Um, I mean, we we did a whole deal where we flew down and took the train back. Yeah. I mean, I flew up and... It was actually kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. Flo- flying down was really kind of cool. First time in a plane? No, did I... Did you make the noises? Were you like... I've been on a plane this too many times captain, to count. Uh, Anthony, just letting you know that we're going to be landing soon, so buckle up, big boy. I've been on a plane too many times to count. Actually, no, not too many times, but I've been on a plane a good amount of times, so it's not that bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Simple enough. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just an expense. It's a pretty pretty hefty expense. Yeah. It's, I'd like to get away with not having as big of one to go to a New York Comic Con, but you know I don't think it's a it's New York City, so it's expensive. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, anyways. Um, anything else about Fan Expo? Um, no, that's it. Okay. Sounds dandy. Um, one thing I noticed uh, in the news, and I, I did send this to you when I saw it. Um, it's probably old news by now, but uh, Lego has officially accepted and is working on the finer details of getting a Voltron set um, packaged and, and you know engineered properly and then out to the masses. Uh, pretty exciting news because, um, you know, it is a Japanese property. More specifically, it's a property that has five interlocking, uh, robots that create a, you know, a bit, an even bigger robotic fighter with a sword and a sweet helmet mask face type business going on. Um, do you remember, Anthony, the, um, the the Lego set that people were trying to get uh, made and and uh, like basically put it out and said, hey, you should probably vote on this. Did you see that last year? I didn't. Well, the way it works with Lego is um, you can submit an idea, be it a mock-up, be it a build, if you're that good. I'm not anywhere close to that good. Um, and if you get 10,000 votes on Lego's you know, the Lego idea website or, or whatever it's called, then Lego has to actually investigate if it would be cost effective to a, obviously get the property uh, or the license for the property and then engineer it or, or re-engineer it depending on how good it is or, or if it's just a mock-up or whatever and, and um, put it into production. So there's a Power Rangers one. I'll, what I'll do, um, I'll post on our Instagram page, the, the Voltron, um, it's just a screen grab of the article with the Voltron picture mock-up and the Power Rangers Lego set that uh, people were kind of floating about the internet uh, last year um, to, to, get it, to get it made. But it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Basically, it was the command center. It, more or less, uh, this version was the command center with the seven colored colors of the Power Rangers from seasons one and two. That's cool. Yeah, it was, uh, 
Oh, and Alpha was also included. That's cool. Yeah. See, like that, I... Yeah, I mean, something like that, I think I would probably buy and set up and put on a nice shelf and everything. Oh. Yeah. I, I probably I just, would. I just found a new one that they have out there. And it's uh, a Megazord. Comes with the Mastodon Shield and the Power Sword. Ooh. And it's got... Oh, oh, oh my goodness. You can do battle mode or you can do tank mode. That's awesome. Yes. That is awesome. Yes. I like this a lot. So, oh yeah, we'll put all those on. We'll put links to our... Um, we'll put links to them. Maybe they'll make their way to Facebook. I am working on it. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh, I think I see them. That Megazord you were talking about. Yeah. Isn't it, uh, pretty nice? Oh my God. And they're all separate. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Yeah, but you that's... can, you can do standard mode. You can do tank mode or fighting mode or tank mode. But, oh, oh, they're all different ones that you can back. Like, there's the Megazord looking, at, yeah. And you can see that how many supporters they have, how many days left they have. Um, the, this will definitely be a link on our webpage as well, or on our, um, at least on our Instagram. And then, event, like I said, it will, it'll, it'll make its way everywhere on our social medias. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that now. I mean, there's another 471 days left to support the Big Boy Megazord. Let's do that, guys. Go out, support the Big Boy Megazord. Let them know you want that. Yeah, you need to log. You need to have a Lego.com profile, but it's I'm okay with it. It's uh, wow, it's sharp looking. I like it. So yeah, that um, take a quick break, Anthony, and. Uh, We'll get back. We'll come back and we'll get right into it. Yeah. Right. And we're back. Wow. That was amazing, wasn't it? It's perfect. It's beautiful. Oh, I mean, I was asking, com I wasn't asking your commentary. I was asking for your approval. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I get my approval. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, so uh, we've been talking about this for a while and I've been saying it for uh, every episode. The Sentai did it better. So... Uh, we finally got around to watching uh, at least the first two episodes of uh, Koyu Sentai Jew Ranger. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, Anthony, uh, I mean, I've seen it more than twice. Uh, Anthony, uh, you probably, it's probably your first time actually sitting it down and watching it and not playing with your phone and actually reading the subtitles. No, no, this is the second time I actually did that. So overall, uh, in watching it, uh, at least the first episode, um, what, uh, what, what were your overall thoughts? Like, what did you think of it? Um, uh, you know, just kind of ramble as much as you want or as little as you want. What, uh, what did you think? What were your overall thoughts of it? I, um, definitely was a little bit more coherent than the original Power Rangers. Like the, yeah, I agree. The storyline was at least made sense and it fit and you, you definitely see the quality doesn't keep changing. Well, the quality changes back and forth and back and forth for Power Rangers. It takes you out of it, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, okay. But when, right when now... You, 
let me, I'm sorry. I want to interrupt just to clarify. Cause I, I've noticed this too. You're talking about when they do the American filming and then it and they cut to, to the, the Japanese footage and then exactly. it cuts back to American. It takes you into it as a kid. You don't notice it, but you know, obviously as adults going back, you notice a big difference and it really just, it, it you're not able to watch it as you would as like, I'm watching the, the Sentai and, it doesn't ever break itself. It's it follows through, and it's like this makes a lot more of sense. Like I get it, still tacky and still hokey, and it's still you know it's Power Rangers, but at least I can follow it a little bit more easy. Yeah, I mean they don't, you know, with the the you know the Americanized version, they obviously take certain clips and they use them way later or way before or not at all. Like with the kids in the space shuttle. Um, you know, we see the space shuttle in Mighty Morphin, but we don't see the actual astronauts out of their suits or even the kids at all in the, um, in the space shuttle or in the second episode when they come back from. Yeah, there is no coming back. It's just well, space shuttle is. that happened. Was it? A- yeah, because they used it as like an RC car. And, uh, it was a, basically it was how they got into that alternate dimension cocoon thing with the bone guy with bones in the second. No, no, uh, I mean second in, episode. in Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. They used really? To. Yeah. But um I don't remember that. Wow. Yeah, basically it was just it was just a uh it was a way for them to get actually into that like weird dimension where they eventually you know, the footage is identical. I mean the Yeah, the, the, yeah, the story footage. is almost the same too that they are taken to that side dimension and they beat him up and they take his head and they throw it down in the pit of lava. But, um, yeah, I mean, the second episode is pretty similar to the second episode of Power Rangers. But the the big things, the big, the big differences, first of all, how they get their powers, they basically already have them in, in Sentai. Yeah. It's um, kind of like they were just reawoken. Exactly. They were just taking a nap, a 10 million year nap. Mm-hmm. Um, and how about the dude that was the Zordon equivalent, Barza, and his getup? Yo, what's with the elf ears? Um, just wait till a later episode. You see another guy. He's got the elf ears. He's got like a big honking beak. Um, nose. But that's what that means. Um, but like, he's an, that guy's an elf. Barza's, um, I forget what Barza is. Uh, they might not even mention what he is, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's something that, that get up that he wears. It's uh, pretty rocking those fit like that Thor helmet type thing. It's like a Thor visor. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I mean the background for those that haven't watched it yet is there's five. Um, in the days of dinosaurs, there were also humans. They cohabitated together, and there were five tribes. I'm not even gonna try to remember what they were. But of those five tribes, there was a prince or princess in the in May, the Pink Rangers case. And they went into a period of, of suspended animation 10 million years ago. I'm going to repeat that. Suspended animation technology existed 10 million years ago, but we can't get it to work in the present day. 10 million years ago. Yeah, it's... uh. 
Yeah, it's, it's fantasy. You just accept it for what it is. Is what exactly. It is. Just exactly really accept it. But you know, and then they're uh, you know each of basically it was the next in line was the you know the the person that was put into the suspended animation um, after. You know, because they knew Barza knew that Bandora was going to come back at some point. You know, the space, the the diamond jeweled encrusted space dumpster couldn't hold her forever. Which I love. Just they don't explain it at all. It's just yeah, it just happens. Like in Power Rangers, you accept that it's an alien. It's on the moon. All right. By the way, it's on a planet. It's another planet. It wasn't the moon, by the way. Remember. Yeah, uh, Planet Nemesis. Planet Nemesis, yeah. Yeah. It's but, like, uh, all right. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's like, all right, Nemesis, that's an interesting name for a planet. Uh, where where you're literally, where literally your nemesis is, or um, sets up shop. It's a planet that crosses our, our path every 10,000 years or however many thousand years, and we're going to fly a spaceship to it with kids. Go on. Yeah, makes sense, right? But um, did you notice also they had weapons, unmorphed weapons when they st- yes. you know, when they f- were woken. Um, eventually, um, they get sent to an island where they have to actually um, fight for better weapons. Uh, really? Yeah, it, it's you'll notice the footage from Mighty Morphin when they eventually get to, you know what, in, if you keep watching Sentai, you'll notice the footage and you're like. Hey, that looks familiar. And they definitely cut that from somewhere and put it somewhere else in Mighty Morphin. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh, that's pretty cool the way they took that and were creative enough to not just follow the storyline from, you know, from one to the other. Um, is, is pretty neat. But, right. you know, the, the big thing was in, in the episode, you know, we meet them, they, they come out, but Barza in his, I don't know. Goofiness didn't get the Red Ranger key unlocked. He didn't unlock the the sleep chamber. He broke it, and then Tyrannosaurus was like, "Hey, I'm gonna give do you a solid and uh, open this up for you." It was great. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then you know, fight scenes, and then they they do their Dino Buckler, which they do it much differently. Still, uh, very. There, I don't think there's gonna be any way that it'll ever look. Correct. Which one? The buckler. Like, there's no way that the buckler the buckler will ever look normal and just okay. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's always going to be awkward. Very, very. But uh, I mean, they do a lot of, you know, they don't. I mean, they don't really pad the episode too much with footage because it's the first episode. But man, when they call their Zords and stuff, or they do their roll call, it's like. They use those Chuck E. Cheese t- style, um, you know, marionettes and puppets and. Oh my gosh. They're, they're pretty, they're pretty rad, aren't they? Oh my gosh. The footage of that, of the mm-hmm. unmorphed Zords, the animals. Yeah. Jesus. Pretty, uh, pretty rocking, huh? Horrible. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the first scene, the first episode kind of from there takes almost identical to, uh, with the exception of teleporting and stuff, because they don't teleport in this show. They basically, they hoof it. If they they got to get there. Yeah, they're like, all right, uh, well, eventually they take motorcycles. But the, I don't think they ever use the motorcycles in um, Mighty Morphin. 
simply because uh, they always use the motorcycles on Morphed in in the Sentai. Yeah, I remember. I remember being a kid and seeing them. Remember seeing the Morph the motorcycle toys. Oh yeah, I had some, but I never understood. I'm like, I don't ever really remember seeing them actually being used. No, it was just a way to sell more toys. Yeah. But in the show, it's like, no, legit, we got motorcycles. Here you go. Yeah, we're from, we're 10 million years old and a couple of years on top of that. But we know how to drive motorcycles. And it's not abnormal. Mm hmm. But their clothes, man, their clothes are rad too. Like, Bars, our boy, who is the Yellow Ranger, he's a male and his name is Boy. Just let that sink in for a minute. And uh, he is rocking a sweet ro- uh, rope necklace type thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a doily. Not a doily. It's like, the, it's like a placemat with a hole cut in it for his neck to just, I don't know what the hell that's for. But that's what it's for. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, second episode. You know, we finally see the Tyrannosaurus get called, you know, the footage is identical to the, to that of the, the second episode of Mighty Morphin. Um, but really beyond that, it follows the Mighty Morphin pretty much ident, you know, almost identically, save for a couple, a couple, um, very brief clips of, you know, they're, they're in the command center. No different than Power Rangers. They're in their command center. Just Zordon just dictates their information to them. Yeah, it's a Sentai. little different looking. Yes, I mean it's more it's it's more of a like an archaic type thing, not archaic, but like you know a, a past time like not like Renaissance is much newer than the time frame I'm looking at, but a, a different historical period, I guess you could say. Um, but you know, Zordon, uh, Barza doesn't really tell him stuff as much as Zordon does, but at, at the same time. Uh, or, or the way they get their information though is from books, like old ass, gigantic books. Huge. I don't, but, I don't remember noticing that. Well, I mean, he'll, I, says so that, that, the book That's a common thing throughout the, throughout the series. It's all books. Pretty much. I mean, Barza can like fill in the gaps from, you know, from after they went into hibernation or deep sleep or whatever, but, Really, there hasn't been much that's happened related to Bandora or, you know, as we also know her, uh, Rita. Um, there hasn't really been anything that happened with her since they went night nights. Hmm. Yeah. See, I have a feeling that the story is going to be a lot more coherent. Very. So I'm very interested into looking at, uh, and, and watching the rest of the series. Yeah. I would it, like to actually sit down, take the time and, and read it. It's a good watch, quite honestly. I mean, it's the the big thing. um, The big thing with it is that, you know, with Sentai, they write the story and then they film the story. With Power Rangers, they write the story around the footage that they have been given. Yeah, I mean, I don't think though in the U.S., though, the the footage, I don't think it would have cut it. The. uh, No. The dubbing, it, I don't, the story would not have captured kids in America. It, it was at the time, I mean, it was not a westernized story at all. No, I mean, it wasn't. You, you'll, you'll see it once you get to the, toward the end as well. Uh, it's, and even when, you know, Barai comes about, uh, the Green Ranger, 
that is a little bit of a kind of a, it, it, I, I've watched the arc a couple times and I still get a little confused on some of it. And I have adult knowledge of how things work. So I'm like, hmm, I don't understand what the hell's going on with this. So how does a child have any clue of what the hell that's going on? Yeah. I mean, thing is, I think it may also just be culture. That's that's part of it too, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Japan wasn't as westernized when they filmed it. This was like 91 when they filmed it, 92 when it yeah. aired. I mean, the recent 10 years, they really have been westernized, but... Very. But before that, man, there was not, I mean, no. Yeah, it's a very big, like you said, it's a very big cultural difference. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially with, I don't know when it started to transition, but I know I watched, um, the equivalent of Dino Charge, uh, which was also a, obviously a Dino themed Power Rangers. Um, I think that was Cayuga. Uh, that one, yeah. That one was Juden Sentai Cayuga, or however the heck it's pronounced. That's my best effort. That one was really good. That was the one that had the 10 Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that one was, that one was really good. Um, uh, but it was very much universal theme. It was like a music theme, but with Power Rangers, it, it, it'll make more sense if you ever watch it. But, um, it, it did have some cultural things like my dad's not happy with me because I'm not putting up, putting enough effort into my, um, sword work. Uh, well, you can kind of parlay that into, you can kind of modify that Western uh, you know, on the Western side, uh, Western culture to be like, my dad's not happy with how much effort I am or I'm not putting into my schoolwork and studies. Mm-hmm. So, so the themes are, are pretty universal or they can be amended to, to not lose anything in translation. Yeah. The theme of the, uh, Jewel Ranger was very, very, it was very I mean, mystical, very mystical, very fantasy. And unfortunately yes. by the nineties, I think the U.S. really lost that interest. Yeah, I would it, agree. And if it did get into fantasy, the graphics had me at this point. This is when we we're getting ready to see Jurassic Park. I'm not saying we want to see Jurassic Park on. We didn't weren't expecting that, but you you try to tell some kids that we're ready to watch Steven Spielberg. Hey, there's now a TV show with dinosaurs. You're gonna watch that. You're gonna be like, wait, hold on. Well, and I think that's why they made it so that they were robots instead of, um, basically they're the spirit of the guardian beast. Each tribe has a guardian beast, a dinosaur. I'll give you a guess on which ones they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically those five guardian beasts, their spirits, because as we all know, they've died. Um, uh, their spirits are captured and infused into these five sentient beings these robots that are actually sentient and they have this you know and, and i think i told you before daijujin or the megazord is actually a sentient being you'll find out in the fourth or fifth episode that they the team has to actually work together and be on the same page or daijujin's like forget you guys i'm going home and he'll just leave them there to figure it out themselves i can't wait to see that it's actually really cool like 
Geki, the Red Ranger, has an argument with a hundred foot tall, very intimidating, um, robot looking mech. The, the Megazord. So individually, can they control them individually? And this one, they, they're combined together, it becomes sentient. Um, that I don't remember. Uh, I think they have control because they, uh, of the individual ones. And they're all, they're, they're the Guardian Beast. I, I, actually, I'm going to take that back. They're all, uh, sentient, but if they have bonded, like animals do with people, to their ranger counterpart, then they allow them to control them. Or they give they give them the time to control for. They give them the ability to control. Like, them. I like like I trust you enough to tell me what's going on, what I have to do. Exactly, or what you what you need me to do. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. I mean, like I said, uh, I'd watched. It. I remember when we when you first contacted me. This was about a year and a half ago. I got a message. This on back issues. I never had fans outreach to us ever. And I just get a message saying, Hey, I'm, my name's Sean and I have a, I have Sentai. If you want to watch it, I'm just like, all right. And I was like, thank you. And it just formed a small friendship there. Just like, all right, cool. And I watched the first episode or two of uh Jew Ranger then. And I did watch it, but it, it was a little confusing then sitting down and trying to watch it and in depthly and, and like not take notes, but to watch it and pay attention to really try and watch it for a show. I had to come at it with a different level of concentration and, and seriousness. Oh yeah. I and mean, it wasn't bad. It really wasn't. De- no, I mean, it's, it's actually nice to, it's really kind of cool to see it from a different perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Cause I think when you've seen it, when you see it, when you see, when you like, I'm not gonna lie, I've gone back, I've really watched Power Rangers, Power Rangers before whether it be Turbo or Zio or any other. But when you do, you go back and you're watching it for the nostalgic. You're watching because of how you remember watching it as a kid. Or less, I'm going to tell you, you go back and you watch the, if you go and not go back, if you go and watch these, uh, the Sentai as very poor quality as they may be. There's a lot of times where, it's new to you. It's like you're watching a new show. It's not like you're going back and watching something because you remember it cool as a kid. You're in, you're genuinely curious and you're going to, you're going to watch it and try and take it for that. Well, and, and the thing that I really like about the Sentai is they're like Menudo. Uh, every year, well, I guess it's sort of like Menudo. Either way, um, every year it's just a, like there is a hard, end to that up to that series like Jew Ranger episode 50 they end and then they start up with you know uh, the next in in Sentai it was Die Ranger or or as we know them in the states uh actually we don't we've never seen them in the states um actually yeah they were on one episode of um space no the the alien no, the one right after Mega, oh, Super Mega Force. They're like, oh, here's a configuration that's never been done on this in this universe before. Well, it was the Die Ranger series. Um, Die Rangers. Why am I? Yeah. And then there was a. What do you mean configuration? You, that was basically it was the legacy key. So like these legacy keys, it was basically like a new team. They use the word configuration. I'm like oh, that's stupid. Just say we didn't use the footage on this. 
that's uh, but it was uh in in whoever the zordon of that season was i forget was it goze goze or, or whatever oh this was the one where this the die rangers are who we have uh the white ranger from yes yes and the thunder megazord okay but they they kept the mighty morphin suits because everybody was paying top dollar for mighty morphin goodies um, so they literally so for the so the last like three three seasons of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they had to refilm everything. No, for Mighty well, Morphin, they used the Zords and the White Ranger from from or for season two. They used Die Ranger. Um, for season three, uh, they used the Megazord. Or the, were they the old, the Shogun Zords or whatever? Yeah. Um, they they used those. See, that's when they got they got really interesting with it because the the Alien Rangers, Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, were actually their own series from '94, and I can't remember the name of that series off the top of my head. I'll tell you here in a second. Um, but they used them for just a couple episodes. And they used their Zords from, uh, let's see here. That was, uh, yeah, that was Kaku Ranger, Ninja, Ninja Sentai Kaku Ranger. Um, and they used, they used their Zords. They had two sets of Zords, the Shogun Zords and the Super Duper Zords or whatever the hell they were called. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of intermixed them in between the, the different series, you know, like basically where it made sense. So you'll know. Uh, but you'll notice they they still use the monsters from those seasons, but they you almost never see the Zords or excuse me the Megazord and the uh, the monster of the day in the same shot. You might see like the camera cut and then you see the, the monster react. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. Really? Yes, sir. I never picked up on that because that but, makes it makes a lot of sense because I remember. Cause I can, I remember seeing scenes where you'd see the Megazord just start swiping and there'd be an explosion and then you look at the monster and the monster would fly back. Yep. That's why. So and that was how, that was how they could stretch the footage. So how would they have, how do they have, how they have footage of the Power Rangers with the White Ranger then? Those the were Jew, all of the original. Ranger. Those were all original. They filmed those in the, like season two, they started filming more of their own because there was no way that they couldn't mix, you know, they couldn't just like they can now with CGI or, or okay, so, di- so, digital editing. Okay, so you tell me that they had to refilm some stuff. They had to film extra stuff. So there was a point where they did, where they yeah, were running to, out and that's where, that's where they well, got some on contacts. Well, post White Ranger season two, they filmed their own, a lot of the their own Power Rangers in costume footage. Um, but after episode 40, which was doomsday part two with Cyclopsis. Yeah. Um, um, basically after that, that was supposed to be the end of the se- the season, the first season. Um, but they ran it every day, five days a week. That's 40 episodes. That's what? Two, two months. If they ran it once, once a day, Monday through Friday, a new episode every day. They're like, well, we got a hit on our hands. We need more to, we need more. So they, that's when they did, uh, what's called, what's known as, uh, you know, Jew two, ZYU and then the number two or Jew Ranger version, or, you know, second set of footage. They're like, Hey, we have a lot of money. 
uh, from this hit we have in America. So can you just film more stuff for us? doesn't have to have dialogue or anything because we're just going to take it and chop it up and we need more monsters, more stuff. It's in Jew 2 is when, um, uh, and what became episodes 41 through 60, um, is, uh, that's where we get the Black Ranger wearing the, the Green Ranger shield, um, and, uh, a couple other fun little things of what any, none of them I can think and of. And that's, when, and that's when they started trying to integrate the White Ranger into that. No, the White Ranger was season two. That's when, that's when they started filming their own footage in America as opposed to, you know, requesting that Toei, who owns Super Sentai, uh, the, you know, the Saban of Japan, mm-hmm. basically. Um, that's, uh, after season two, they're like, Hey, we're going to film because we have this intermixing of, you know, of two different seasons of, or two different series of, of Ranger costumes, the White Ranger from, you know, Kaku Ranger or whatever I just said it was. And, um, or from Die Ranger, excuse me. And the, the, uh, five original from, um, Jew Ranger, there's no footage of that that existed at the time. So basically that they're like, we're just, it's going to be cheaper for us to do it and quicker because we're just going to film it. And Jason David Frank is competent. So we're just going to do that part here for the most part. I mean, they still took the footage from the Megazords and this probably saw similar storylines and whatnot, but they could, they, they had the costumes and everything anyway. So they just filmed their own stuff or at least more of their own stuff. Let's say at that to, point, why don't they just film their own? Well, because you still need the base elements, the monster costumes and, and, you know, the Megazord and all that stuff. That footage is much easier to just have them give you because all you have to do is film the, the Megazord cockpit stuff like they did in season two when they had the Thunder Megazord and they were still, yeah. in the, they were still in the season one outfits. So. You know, so they just put them in, they built a set and put them in it and they did their hand motions. Yeah. That's weird. I never noticed that. Yeah. I mean, if you look in one of, there's like, like a couple quick frames where you can actually see the Megazord, like the original Megazord whooping some ass when it should be the Thunder Megazord. So like they accidentally didn't cut that part out or they weren't. How (laughs) did, that's funny. Yeah. If I'll, I'll try to find a still and, um, and put it on our Instagram. But, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Some of the, some of the stupid stuff that I know. See, that's cool though. Like that's, that's some cool technology. You're just like, Hey, did you know this? And anyone else on the streets could be like, the hell are you talking about? And I'm just like, dude, that's awesome. Like, I wish I, I didn't know that. Now you know. Now you know. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a fun episode. I think it's time to start saying goodbye. All right. Go for it. Um, if you guys want to get me up on social media, you can find me at basically every type of media. Just search A-N-T-M-U-L-L-E. Uh, give me an Xbox, PlayStation, inter- uh, Instagram, Twitter. Internet Explorer. Internet Explorer, my God! I accidentally—I <laughs> went on the computer the other day. And I tap on at, at the computer at work. There's a Internet Explorer, and I accidentally tabbed it. And my uh, coworker's like, "Did you just tap on Internet Explorer?" I'm like, "I'm sorry, it was an accident. I didn't realize it." Like it's against company policy. It's against, like you, like like 
You're pretty much guaranteed to get a virus by opening up Internet Explorer, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Like, yeah. But apart from that, uh, you know, hit me up. Let me know what's up. If you want to hear another podcast that I'm on, check out Back Issues at uh, on Instagram and... No, it's not Instagram. On iTunes and uh, Stitcher. I know, I know Chris puts them up on Stitcher. Where basically you get all your pop culture... Uh, comic book news and needs and you can also find uh, more of podcasts on bicbp-radio.com we have a whole network of shows uh, and I got a lot of good friends that are on a lot of other shows there's uh, some new ones coming and I'm not going to be the one to spill the beans on what they are but oh my gosh they are good so I'm done for today how about you Sean alright so you can find me Sean on Instagram and Xbox Live SeanCV79 also find us on our newly uh, created instagram power rangers in cyberspace all one word i don't think it's case sensitive i don't think that's a big deal but power rangers in cyberspace uh, a couple of you have started following us already thank you feel free to slide into our dms i'll forward those to anthony especially if there's dick pics um, you can also email us uh, power rangers in cyberspace at gmail.com if you have a show idea if you have uh, anything you'd like us to discuss, any type of news articles, uh, anything along those lines, feel free to send them over. We'll go ahead and read them. I'm really bad at responding to emails, so unless you want me to respond, uh, say so. If you want me to respond, say so. Otherwise, there's a good chance that I'll just star it and Anthony will use it for fodder or subject matter at some point. Um, and uh, as Anthony said, thank you for listening. You can find us and uh, on iTunes. Please rate, review, subscribe. Leave us a five-star uh, rating because we are worth five stars, I think. Yes, we are. Maybe I'm a little biased. Maybe you are too. But, I mean, come on. If you're, if you're listening at this point, you know you like Power Rangers. You can tell us. You don't have to tell everybody, but you can tell us. Um, and, uh, again, uh, find us on uh, online as well, bicbp-radio.com find us you can find video game podcasts uh sports and politics for buffalo if you're into that kind of thing um i hope they talk about religion too because that's like the the, the, the it's like a, a combination of everything that you don't talk about to people with people <laughs> um as well as uh like anthony said some new ones uh, if you send me an email i'll spill the beans because i know what they are 